So a guy named Mike Ross on Twitter, who is a publisher of video games, he said something that rubbed people the wrong way, and people talked about it, like everyone, for like four or five days, which is a long time for Twitter discourse. So in a long thread here, he says, it's time for another classic Mike Ross stats tweet thread. This time it's Spirit T launch week stats. We launched Spirit T last Monday and it's been one of our biggest launches to date. At a glance, 1 million in sales during week one, 150,000 players across PC, Switch and Game Pass, profitable on day one. Week one profits are three times the game's development costs. Top seller charts in all regions on Nintendo eShop. Solid developer project with plenty of updates to come. And so he goes down here and says uh, how the game has been going, but it was towards the end that he said something fairly controversial. A hugely noticeable thing that happened during this launch was that we got absolutely zero YouTube coverage at all. Go search Spirit T on YouTube and you'll see there's just a couple of big videos. Nearly every YouTuber who got back to us wanted money to make a video. And so here's a picture here of a handful of small videos between 10 and 40,000 views covering the game. Now look, I get it. That's just how this works. YouTubers want you to pay them to cover your games. All right, sure. But I just don't want to do that. It feels weird and icky and disingenuous and I just can't do it. So I guess our games won't get covered on YouTube anymore. Of course, the fact that we're still managing a $1 million launch without any influence support makes me think, what could we have achieved if we did pay some people? So maybe I'll be forced to do it in the future, but God, I just really don't want to. It's so fucking ugh. Anyway, that's about it. Strong Switch sales, great Game Pass deal, immediately profitable, and the future is, and the future is secured for the game, which means it will get updated for a long time to come. Thanks to everyone who picked it up. Hope you're enjoying it. Now, he got a lot of pushback for some of those statements, and so he walked it back and apologized. Hey everyone, I've really fucked up here, and I'm massively sorry. I've been reading your comments and replies, and it's clear that I've completely missed the mark. I absolutely value the work that YouTubers and content creators do, and my words don't reflect that at all. I'm going to be reading loads more on this and getting it better educated so I can be less of a dickhead in the future. So while it was nice that he apologized, some people were confused why he apologized at all, and some people said he shouldn't have had to apologize. And the a big reason for that disconnect, that difference, is some people took his statements to be that he was dismissive of the idea that YouTubers, influencers, streamers should be paid at all. They should just be happy that they were given a game key. Who are these people asking me to pay them money so they can play my game or the, the game that I'm publishing? What is this? That's absolute nonsense. That's just gross. I don't like paying people to play video games. It's just playing video games. That sort of dismissive narrative you hear sometimes. As if the amount of effort it takes to do a live stream or cover a video game or make a YouTube video about a game isn't actual real work. So why the fuck should they be paid? And this is how some people interpret his words and so we're rightly outraged because it does take effort to cover games especially games that are small where there's not much of an audience for it take me for example i can play gta 5 for a couple of hours and i will make way more money doing that than i will covering say spirit t a small indie game like my audience will be a fifth of what i would normally guess and if i made a video about spirit t all that time and effort i put into that game i could be putting into something else that'd be far more profitable so just from a business perspective it would make sense that i would say hey look i would be suffering a loss of income here to cover your game can you make up that difference can you give me a fee to make it worth my while you can understand from a business perspective why you would have to ask to do that if you weren't necessarily passionate about the game um, and if this person still wanted coverage like if this one this person wanted coverage it would make sense that they should pay for it because it's they're paying for advertising at that point and so a lot of people took this to be dismissing of the idea that the labor of content creators should be paid for at all that if that influence should be paid for this kind of stuff the other interpretation of this was that Mike was saying that he didn't like paying for good coverage, that this is a slimy thing that you kind of have to do now where you can slip a person $2,000 and say, hey, give us a good review. Make a video saying how great our game is. Here's some money. And obviously you can see how that'd be really scummy. The old school sort of philosophy and what people used to talk about all the time was that people would pay money to websites to write good reviews irrespective of how good the game was. When good reviews come out for a game that people perceive as bad, people are like, 
huh, clearly they've been paid off by this company or whatever. And and so people interpreted Mike Mike's words to be that, saying, like, I, I don't want to pay people to cover our game in a positive way. I would rather it just be people be passionate about it or people do it because they like the game as opposed to doing it because they've been paid money, which I don't think that interpretation of his words is as likely as the other one. But if you interpret it that way, I can totally see why you would think that Mike wouldn't need to apologize. I think a, a big disconnect is to what degree people see influencers and content creators as reviewers. If you pay me $1,000 to play a game on stream, I don't see myself as reviewing that game. I don't see you as paying me to cover the game in a good way. I see that I'm being paid to show a game to people and to play it and to potentially teach people how to play the game. As I've talked before about video games, there's probably a better word for it, but they have a, a high onboarding cost where to get into a game, you need to know it exists, potentially watch a trailer, have the right hardware, potentially buy hardware if you don't have it, download the game, which depending upon your internet speeds can take a very long time. You have to install the game, potentially freeing up space, removing stuff, what have you. Then you gotta tinker with all the settings. Once you tinker with all the settings, you gotta get into the game, you gotta go through a tutorial, and then by that point, you're finally in the game, and you may not like it, and have to, you know, refund it. And all that effort, all that consideration you've done is now just being worthless. And so, so games having this problem, it is often good just to have one person show people the game, show people the good experience that they can have with it. And so people can be more willing to pick it up because they can see the potential fruits of all that effort that they would go to to, to play the games themselves. And that's what I see content creators as doing, influencers as doing, not reviewing the game, but presenting it to an audience. And so I see that wholly different from a person, say, paying $2,000 to a game review website and saying, hey, review my game positively. But it's undeniable that if you pay me thousands of dollars to play your game, I am not going to e even potentially just subconsciously want to be very critical of it. In fact, I'll be honest with you, when I'm sponsored to play a game, I generally try to st stay away from being overly critical or overly positive. I really just want to play the game and enjoy myself and experience the game and let the game speak for itself for you guys. Like people will ask me directly in chat, like, what would you rate this game out of 10? I won't answer. People will say, are you really enjoying yourself? I won't answer because I realize that my opinion will be biased because I'm being paid to play it. I, I have had fun with many sponsored games that I've played and that fun is like a communicate in the videos, but I don't ever see myself as a reviewer. Heck of an admission you just made, we're only human. In the same way that game review websites, even if they're not paid directly by game publishers, they recognize that if they're overly critical sometimes, like unfairly critical, that they can potentially lose contacts with these game publishers that they need to have contacts with. You won't get the games early if the game publisher sees you as a complete dick. There was one time, I don't probably shouldn't say the name, but there was a company that I made a video against where I, I said I disagreed with something that they were doing at the time and I was blacklisted by that company. And I'm not a game reviewer. I don't need connections with these people, but it only took once. And, and a, a developer that I previously had a good relationship with, um, they thought I was a jerk, that I was speaking out of turn, that I wasn't being fair. And so they cut me off. And that's just the nature of this business. So even if you don't want to accept that reality, that is the reality. And you could take Mike's statements to be in relation to this relationship, where he's saying that he doesn't want to engage in this pay for good coverage sort of thing that's going on in the industry. Where even if you accept my differentiation between reviewers and content creators and influencers, where there can be an overlap there, they can, you can have people that review games that are themselves content creators, but I, what I'm saying is there's a difference between a let's play and a review. Even if you accept that difference, any money being thrown into the system by a person publishing a game is going to bias perception of that game. 
by those covering it. Subconsciously, consciously, like I'm pretty sure it's illegal to directly say you can only say good things about our game, but the implicit reality is there, where if you are seen as a hostile entity in the world of video games towards particular games, then you're going to get less favorable treatment. You're not going to get the games early. They're not going to fly you out places to test out the game. Obviously, publishers want to find the people who are most likely going to have a good opinion of their game to get them to have coverage of the game, to get early coverage potentially. And that's just not in gaming, that's in everything in general. Why would a company specifically seek out people that they think are not going to like their products to then talk about it to the masses? A lot of the people were mocking this outrage at Mike Rose being like, you remember years ago with like Gamergate and stuff and people were talking about ethics in game journalism where they were like, oh, there's there's money being paid to game journalists, reviewers, oh, this is terrible. But then all of a sudden their favorite influencer gets five grand to play a video game. They're like, yes, this is great, woo. As if they don't see a problem with uh, that relationship, how that could bias the, the person's playing of the game. And I don't, I don't think that comparison's entirely unjustified, but I don't think it's the same thing. As I say, I do not see a let's play as the same as a review. But hell, I'm sure there are people who get sponsorships to play games who get to the end of it and give a review and be like, yeah, this game's like a 10 out of 10, guys. Be sure to buy it. I mean, it's the greatest game ever. I don't do that though. So ultimately, I can't look into the mind of Mike Rose here to see where he was in regards to his mind when he was making these statements. Either he was just being dismissive of the idea of paying for coverage at all, dismissive of the idea that the labor of content creators should be compensated. That he was potentially disparaging these people who dared to email him back saying, hey, can I have some money for coverage? Or he was just saying he doesn't like the sort of pay to play, pay for positive coverage reality of this business. Words can be interpreted in many different ways. And I think everyone who had any interpretation of his words had a point because there is some ambiguity here and everyone's complaints kind of were justified in a way because obviously people just be deserve to be paid for their labor is not right to expect free coverage of your game just because you send a game key. It makes perfect sense from a business perspective for people to ask for a fee to do work which obviously making YouTube videos is work, but it also makes sense to be critical of the nature of how money can buy good coverage and to what degree overt or implicit influences can alter people's perceptions of games or how they speak about games or how they review things and so on. Like I could read a bunch of these tweets. Yeah, that's interesting as well um, from this person, one for nothing. I hear a lot of devs saying this quietly, but rarely out loud as backlash from video creators and their communities can really hurt indies. But yeah, paying people to play your game used to be considered collusion, but now it's the norm as long as you are on YouTube and Twitch. I mean, was that ever the dominant position? It might have been. I mean, there was once upon a time where any sponsorship was massively looked down upon on YouTube. Like you were sponsored for anything and it, you were just a massive sellout. People would disparage you and shit talk you in the comments. You had to have the biggest, most obvious reason to take a sponsorship for a YouTube video. You had to justify it potentially in your video saying, look guys, I need the money for X, Y, and Z. I'm going to be using the money for X, Y, and Z projects. I need, and sponsorships makes total sense. But these days, most people are just like, look, get your back. Get your fucking back. They'll even say that a lot of them for clearly scummy or even potentially harmful products. People will start getting gambling sponsorships or, or what have you, loot box sponsorships or I don't know. And then people will be like, yes, get your bag, son. It is clear that in general, people's perception or animosity towards sponsorships on YouTube and Twitch has shifted over the years. So yeah, I guess as a part of that, gaming sponsorships would have been looked down upon in that way. Never have I felt older on games Twitter than watching the discourse of the day being someone getting ratioed to shit for saying they feel weird paying YouTubers directly for coverage, how the times change. This statement 
can also be interpreted two different ways. In that either Mike expected the coverage irrespective of payment, and that's what got people mad, or he's saying he doesn't like the idea of paying for coverage in general. This was an interesting take too. A frustrating thing that happened with Garden Guardian was that like five or six people asked for keys, received them, then sent me their rates for coverage after I sent the requested keys. There is a scummy underbelly you don't really see until you're trying to find coverage. Is that really scummy? I guess it's a little bit scummy. If the people beforehand believed that they would only talk about the game if they were paid for it and ask for a key because they knew asking for money would potentially jeopardize the key coming forth, that's one thing. But it could be the case sometimes that a person asks for a key and then looks at the game and says, oh yeah, I could make a video about this now that I know more about it. But to spend the time doing that would not be worth it business-wise unless you paid me some money. And a key from a developer though is not a huge cost, especially in the case where the person wasn't gonna buy it anyway. Generating a key in of itself costs no money once everything's already been built, right? The only way there'll be a loss if that person would have bought the game regardless, or potentially they may sell the key now, which is a lost revenue. And this, of course, was something else that rubbed people the wrong way. From Cat here, imagine going through to play this game, record, edit, upload, all on your own time and dime, just to be called zero coverage. That is the part you should be feeling ick about. Instead of shouting out and thanking the creators, you just fully said they were nothing. Yeah, so this person showed clearly five different videos of people covering the game, and there was at least like 15, 20 videos. Sure, they only had between like, 10 and 40,000 views. That's a lot of views for an indie game. To call them, as he says, we got absolutely zero YouTube coverage at all. That's just very dismissive and rude. Again, muddying the waters as to how much you can interpret Mike's words as to being dismissive and hostile towards content creators as a whole, or him just being hostile to the idea of paying for positive coverage. Big or small, content creators make a difference. Be thankful for them all and support their passion. You had a ton of free influencer support, hundreds of which you just insulted. Creators deserve to be paid for their hard work and time, especially since they propelled your game to record sales. We know our value. Despicable behavior when the bar in this industry is already so low. Yeah, so as you can see, people coming at this from very different angles, very different interpretations, and that's why it was very fascinating. Showcasing the fallibility of language. That when you speak, even in a case where you're so careful with your words, which Mike wasn't, but even if you are, there will still always be room for people to misunderstand. You can never communicate so perfectly that everyone's going to understand your meaning perfectly. Stop! Now that I have your attention, hit the like and subscribe button. Thank you. I wish you all the best.